Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sober Gratitudes. My name is Sarah, and I'm the creator and host of this podcast. Whether you've been here before or this is your first time listening, I'm so grateful you're here with me today for another episode on Sober Gratitudes, a daily dose of hope. I'm really excited about today's daily dose of hope because I have one of my top fans of the 68% of women who listen to my podcast, who has become a friend of mine. And I'm just so grateful um, we forged this friendship and we definitely have a connection through sobriety and through experiences. And we talk pretty regularly. And I'm just so grateful that she's here with us today because um, I think she will I, I'm just so excited. So welcome, Shannon. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm nervous. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, so Shannon, uh, let's first talk about like how how did you find out about sober gratitudes? Um, well, I listened to um, Recovery Radio, and that really helped me in my early days of sobriety. And he. Um, Thank you and mentioned you a couple of times. So I was way into listening to podcasts, podcasts, podcasts at the beginning. And so I listened to yours and really felt connected because we're the same age and have the same three kids, not the same three guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just really felt connected to you. So I reached out to you and, and there we are. And I love that daily doses of hope because they're shorter and I don't have a, a lot of time. And a lot of time, the longer ones just kind of go on and on and on. And I like the shorter ones. Shorter one, so. Well, great. That that's so great. I'm glad to hear that. And yeah, I'm and I really have to give a shout out to Recovery Radio Clay F, who um, he has been a huge supporter of my podcast, um, pretty much since the beginning. Um, he's been on my podcast, so this is a huge shout out to him because really, if it wasn't for him, Shannon and I would not have met and um, become friends, and and now. I'm just so excited and this is so great. I've I've never had like a like a loyal quote unquote loyal listener on my show before that I am aware of. Uh, so it's just really great to have Shannon here today. But Shannon, I would love for the listeners. Uh, would you share when you got sober? Uh, yes, it was April 13th of 2021 last year. So. So you're coming up on 10 months, right? Coming up on 10 months. Yeah. Congratulations. It's uh, 295 days because I still count the days. I put them on yeah. the to-do list on the dry erase board. The kids like coming on. Uh, it is amazing. <laughs> I, I, do, I still do that too, to this day. The day it's like really, it's the day that matters, right? Living in, in the moment. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel? I feel wonderful. Sobriety is the best gift given to me. Um, like you say, the day I surrendered um, is, is the best thing that could have happened to me. And um, it was really tough at first, of course. And um, I did yoga every day instead of drinking, which got me through it and listened to a lot of podcasts. And um, I go to meetings and work my program and it's changed my life, saved my life and changed my life um, because it is a beautiful design of living. 
and it's helped the whole family. I have a great relationship with my children again. And um, my partner, he quit drinking about a month before me. And uh, I didn't even realize for quite a while that he quit because I was so in, in self. Um, so we're sober together and we think we're on this sparkly, magical adventure together. And every day is just beautiful. And we say that at the end of the day, we used to high five each other. Like we made it through the day. We don't have to anymore because we don't even think about it. We don't want it. We don't want to put that poison in our bodies anymore. And we feel so good, healthy, mentally and physically and spiritually. And it's a beautiful thing, sobriety is. I'm so happy for you. That's so awesome. And what was it? Because I get this question a lot. Like, what was it that finally got you to a place of, okay, this is it, I'm done? Well, I was very sick. Um, I have a, a bad stomach um, hereditarily. And um, so my, I was really, really sick for a, about a year and a half, maybe two years in and out of the ER, in and out of specialists and doctors trying to figure out what's wrong with me, testing, testing, testing. Of course, I wasn't honest with my doctors. I could uh, go back and tell my younger self something that would be one thing would be honest with your doctors and not be afraid of them. They're there to help. Uh, so we found out it was my liver. And um, at first I responded like, well, fuck it. I'll just, just drink if I'm going to die of this anyway. But I, and I gave up and I don't know why I gave up. And then one day I just said, I, I don't want to give up. I want to live. And I, cried and talked to my partner and said I need help and he found um, a meeting for me close by I had no spirituality so he found one that wasn't in a church that was um, had a really good name birds of a feather which I liked and I went and felt like I was home like it felt good and um, I, I was drunk when I went to my first meeting and crying and um, I went back then the next week and um and I've been sober since, and it's beautiful. And I've made a family, and I feel like I have connection with people. And, and I started doing Zooms and reaching out to more things. And I have a community that I'm a part of, which I was very lonely, trying to fill the loneliness. And because I had moved from my city to a small town, and um, I'm not lonely anymore. And, and I'm not, that hole is filled with um, my higher power, which is beautiful also. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I love it. So it sounds like from what you're saying, um, you first said that, you know, the podcast in the beginning, you listen to podcasts, that that is not the only thing that keeps you sober, that you have a lot of other things that you do in your program. I, um, yes, well, yoga and meditation, um, uh, connection is very important to have, um, people that understand. I mean, I have a lot of friends, but um, it's not the same as people that have been there and, and understand. And um, reading, 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 reading. I used to listen to all sorts of podcasts, but now I just kind of face the ones that are also in my same program. And um, my mind has grown. I feel like it's uh, that part we don't use, I'm using it. <laughs> and um, just working, working the steps and the program in my life every day has benefited in every aspect of my life. And um, 
yeah, in my higher power and, and starting every day with gratitude and ending every day with gratitude of sobriety and life and all the small things and big things, being able to handle the big things. But not easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that the connections. That's huge for me too. Community connection, seeing people face to face, whether it be uh, a meeting on Zoom face to face or in person face to face. Um, I I need that connection every single day, as I'm sure you can identify with. Um, so when you um said that you went to your first meeting and you felt like you were home. Say more about that. What exactly do you mean by feeling at home? Um, well, I, I used to cry all the time about everything. I was very unhappy with everything, mostly with myself, a lot of self-hate. And um, I used to cry, I want to go home when I'd be home. And um, I didn't understand that. Like, I am. Why, why do I have this deep desire to go home, to be at home. And when I walked into the room, it felt it felt like I finally belonged somewhere. Like I had been searching in the wrong places to belong. And um, I felt like I finally, I finally found home. And that helped me because home was inside of me that I was looking for. And um, I think the validation that I'm not a bad person, that it's okay and I'm, I'm gonna be okay and get through this because these other people that have been through the same or worse had gotten through it and it, it gave me a sense of belonging inside myself and in another world. That's what's wonderful. How were you treated when you first walked in your first day? Oh, with love, with nothing but love and compassion. A um, woman gave me a stack of books and um, I went home and read and didn't understand anything <laughs> and um, went back and I kept reading and kept coming and then I ended up having that woman be my sponsor, which is incredible because I've watched her now over the nine and a half months and she's never done that to another woman that's come and I feel like that was definitely my higher power stepping in saying here's your guide and I, I love her like family my home group I absolutely love like family and um all the zoom meetings I go to and meeting people all over the world like you're far away we will never be able to go have a cup of coffee maybe someday we'll be able to meet when the world is back to normal right right <laughs> um I really love all the the zoom meetings I everyone I go to it's the same feeling like love it's nothing but love yeah I agree it's such a great feeling to be a part of that so, so you've been sober almost 10 months and my, my listeners, I, I know those of you who listen to me regularly know that I, I have, um, some time, I, I wouldn't consider myself a long timer, but it was really important to me when Shannon and I, when we connected, you know, that I, I thought right away, like I, you know, this is, this is a friend, this is somebody I truly feel connected to but but then i was also thinking i think i really want her on this daily dose of hope series because and the pod because she has nine nine months i have nine years and 
I really, this is like, like a kind of a, a gift to you, my listeners, to hear that, um, how much we can identify with each other, despite the difference in time, like time doesn't really matter when it comes to sobriety. It's just really about living in the day. And, um, and I, like, I know still to this day, I need to do something every single day where I'm connecting with somebody being of service to someone, whether somebody in the program or out of the program. Um, that means like anyone who's, um, not sober or sober or, just a norm being of service to anyone, um, my children, a neighbor, um, my family, um, and then you know, going to meetings and and also being of service in that way and doing this podcast. So, but it, um, Shannon offers such a fresh perspective because she's kind of newly out of the gate. Um, what the time she has is, I mean. I'm talking to you like you're in the third person. The time you have is like, like I was talking to my listeners and I'm talk, talking to you. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, I love the seeing, I think that that's, that's one thing about being in the sober for the time that I have to, to meet somebody like you, Shannon, who has such passion and, and hope um in just a matter of nine months of getting sober and and letting go of your will and and really turning over your will to a higher power of your understanding and that can happen right away that can happen right away when you get sober and shannon's just a she's a a model to that and and now that you've had um i mean do you feel like like i know for me like when i got to a year, it felt like I had a thousand years sober, but only a minute sober. It was just a strange feeling. I don't know if you can identify with that at all, Shannon. I know, I feel like it's been a lifetime, but it's, I'm also fresh and new, like a, like a baby, like, like a toddler, actually, at this point, not like a baby anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> I really want to um, help other women, um, because this is such a wonderful feeling, and that's, the love I have for myself now. Um, I, when I first started, um, I would look in the mirror and tell myself, I love you. I'm sorry, please forgive me. And I would cry. And I don't have to say that anymore because I've forgiven myself. So now I say, I love you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. And then I put my hand on my heart and on my belly and I say, we are safe. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I laugh. Sometimes I high five myself in the mirror, but the, the love of of self is missing especially it seems in a lot of the women i've met um and i i'm at the point now where i i feel i can help other women and that excites me and um and so i do a lot of reading and taking notes and listening to things of how i can get myself ready prepared to help but i i feel it'll it'll happen when it's time um for for me to sponsor someone yeah I see that in you. You're very eager to help others. And, and that feeling is amazing because it's like, it, it's almost like you've gotten to a place of, you know, thinking outside of yourself. And I know for me, I, I love sobriety so much that I want 
others to experience um, how comfortable it is to be sober and to stay sober um, for some time, like no, no more fits and starts. So, you know, like I used to stop and start, stop and start and, and try to control it. But then when you really weave time together and you, that's when we can really see the benefits of, of um, consecutive days, weeks and months of sobriety and with also doing, you know, working, a, taking action. And, and so now that you've been sober sometime, how has your life changed? Like, what are you doing today that's different than what you were doing while you were in active addiction? Um, everything, everything has changed. Um, I have a morning routine, which is lovely. I, um, I get up early so that I can have time before I have to wake the kids up for school. Um, and I don't, instead of a shot of vodka, I do a shot of wheatgrass. <laughs> and uh, I um, journal happy thoughts uh, with my gratitude list and ways that I can serve others today. And just, just happy, happy thoughts of what went well, how I can improve. Um, my relationship with my children is amazing, especially my teenage daughters. Um, I'm strong, physically strong, because I had lost so much weight. Um, my liver is back to functioning levels. It'll always be fatty and enlarged, or I mean, scarred. It's not enlarged anymore. So that makes my stomach work. So I had to really watch my diet before, but now, um, now it's better. My body's functioning the way it should. So um, I do yoga every day, and um, uh I'm just, I'm happy, I'm content, I'm uh, comfortable being comfortable. <laughs> I heard that um, actually from Clay, he had said that in a podcast early on that he is comfortable being comfortable. And like, that's what I want because I lived in chaos for my entire life from childhood um, and a lot of trauma either brought on by other people or myself and um, working through that. Um, has really freed me and working through not having any resentment. I, um, I let go of a lot of heavy resentment, which is a load off and um, praying. I do pray now, which is wonderful because I was kind of scared of all of that, but I'm not anymore. I'm proud of it. I, I love having that in my life. Um, and uh, my son goes to jujitsu three nights a week and I'm not resentful of it taking my drinking time away. Um, and I'm ready, I, I'm ready for, you know, sober concerts and um, I race boats and I'm ready for racing season because I'm strong physically, mentally and spiritually and I'm ready to go out there and win my first race. <laughs> Um, I guess every everything in my life has changed. But my attitude has changed, which has changed everything in life. I'm so I'm so happy for you. You're so beautiful. You're such an amazing, amazing human. And who are you? Yeah. 
missed your podcast. I was worried about you, but I know you did the cleanse and I was worried you were just cranky. <laughs> no, just the first couple of days I had that coffee headache when I did a cleanse last week. But now, you know, with three kids and, um, you know, one of mine's at college, but he's still my son. And, you know, but it life, you know, I was thinking about him, like, you know, um, when we get sober and we learn how to function in life without alcohol like and the chaos and the collision and all the drama just goes away there's so much more space to do other things that are that are good and healthy and and we're able to be more present um with family and friends and and so some of us you know call that like living our program so um I feel like if I'm not doing a daily episode for this huge chunk of time, like this, from I think it was the 24th I lasted it until now, it's really truly I've been very my life has been very full living the program, and that that's something that is a blessing. But also I do feel very dedicated to making sure that I connect with the listeners and the you know those of you that you know have been patiently waiting. Thank you so much. And I, I'm just so glad that um, Shannon is here and has shared with us what it's like to be sober for the time she's been sober. And how long did you drink for Shannon? Um, well, the funny family story is I learned to crawl through a can of beer. Um, and in as I mentioned, I race boats and that's very heavy. Uh, we race hard all day and drink hard all night. Um, so starting around age nine, we would steal beer from the coolers. And um, I would say I, I really, you know, early teens is when, you know, I started really drinking. And then once I got out of high school, it was every day. So um, 30 years of heavy drinking. So it's possible to get sober after after that amount of time. Absolutely it is. Yeah. I mean, my friends, a lot of my friends have actually come to me inspired and um, have quit drinking. Um, not that they're, they had a problem, but just didn't have a healthy relationship with alcohol. And like, if you can do it, fuck, anyone can do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention also that I have a grandson and being a sober nana is inspiring to me every day I came across a video when he was a baby and the sound of my voice was disgusting and um, mm. I remember I, I was scared to hold him when he was a newborn because I couldn't I was afraid I was going to drop him mm. and um, he'll never know he'll never know that voice and he'll never know drunk nana and um, I we play so hard and I can physically play like get on the ground and hop around and play with them and swing them around and he loves to swing around in circles again 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 <laughs> and he's so smart i love it just another mm -hmm. gift of sobriety you're, he'll never see you know he's never seen drunk nana no nope, we'll never know that he'll be like what yeah. Nana was what no <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. So um, as we wrap things up here to, to try to stay committed to the, the, the dose, right? Like the 10 to 20 minutes that we might've gone a little bit over, that's okay. Um, 
What's one thing, Shannon, that you would share with the listeners, anyone who's listening who is still drinking, trying to get off that hamster wheel? What would you suggest or what what worked for you? What's something that you had to that was like essential for you to do to get to where you are now? Um, I had, I definitely had to dive deep into the why I, I was numbing myself and to forgive myself for a lot of choices I made, um, that continued and perpetuated the lifestyle I was living, um, and I was afraid when I quit drinking that life would be boring. I'd be boring. I wouldn't be funny. I wouldn't be able to dance anymore. And that's absolutely not true. So getting past that um, feeling, uh, getting past the physical part was difficult because I did go through withdrawals. Um, and um, but coming out the other side was like, I don't ever want to go through that again. And it's just such a relief to not be hungover and um, and to to like yourself again, uh, or for the first time. As for me, it was for the first time to like myself. And so, um, if you can just think about the the day ahead, one day at a time of. I'm not going to drink today. It may be hard. It may be boring. And get through the day and thank you to yourself. And if you don't have a higher power or, or any belief or anything else to think, just thank yourself and then start again the next day and say, I'm, I'm going to make it through. I'm strong and I can do this. And I'm going to make it through. And if you feel like you can't call someone, um, reach out, which is very hard. I know I've suffered from depression and reaching out is the hardest thing. But if you if you can make it one day at a time, um, it becomes easier to live in the moment one day at a time. Thank you. Shannon, thank you so much for joining me today on Daily Dose of Hope. You are you're amazing and I wish you all the best. And I'm just so excited to continue walking together on this journey of, of staying sober together um, because you definitely have become a part of my community. Yes, thank you so much. You are truly an inspiration to me and I'm so grateful for our friendship. I really needed it and um, it's a beautiful thing. It's just how it just organically happened. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, so what are your plans for today? And then we'll say goodbye to everyone. Well, today, there's a snow day today. So the kids are home. However, we are out of groceries. <laughs> oh, no. We have a grocery store in a town. I think they call this a food desert. We have a Dollar General and a Casey's, and that's it. And so we're going to crawl um, the van to the next town, a couple of towns over, and do some grocery shopping. And then I'm just going to spend the day with my family. Um, do yoga, do, uh, watch some movies, maybe. I don't know. It's really icy and cold out there. I, I don't like winter, so I don't know if we're going to play out in the snow. <laughs> I get it. Like, I 
kind of mom. Like, yeah, let's go play. Uh, you go play. I'll watch you from the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you have a great day ahead and you get to go to bed tonight um, sober and God willing. No, you know, wake up with no obsession to drink. That's always my prayer, like that I get to, you know, the pillow sober and and when I do, I, I'm like guaranteed no hangover. <laughs> I wake up in the morning feeling great and excited for the day every day. I mean, I'm not lying. I'm not joking or exaggerating. Every day I wake up, yay, have another day. Yeah, that's that's what it's about, everyone. That is what sobriety is about, really, really. Um, so where can people find you are you open to sharing your instagram handles so that anyone who who wants to get sober and needs some help yeah because i i use instagram kind of as my sobriety journal and um it's at mama shanana m-a-m-a-s-h-a-n-a-n-a yeah mama shanana that's how it is Lattes. <laughs> that's great and i will also put it in the show notes um and when i promote it on on the um my Instagram account. So we'll make sure that people can find you. And if you've missed, if you can't figure out how to find her, email me at sobergratitudes at gmail.com. And I'd be very happy to share um, Shannon's information with you because she is ready to help others. She, You already are. You already are helping others. Um, she's, she's ready to go. So Thanks again, Shannon. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. This was fun. <laughs> so much fun. All right. Have a good day. You too. Talk to you later. Okay. Sober Gratitudes is a podcast dedicated to spreading the hope in recovery from addiction. It is an inclusive show that does not promote or represent any recovery program. When my guests and I discuss what keeps us sober, we are referring to our own unique experiences. Our goal is to encourage and give hope to those who are struggling and need support.